Hey there, and welcome to the devotional. I'm Walter, the dyslexic bilingual hillbilly and pastor of the Rhine River Baptist Church. Today is Friday, October 20th, 2023, and today is our 229th devotional. And today we're looking at a little bit of a different story, one that you don't often hear in Sunday school or uh, in preaching. I don't think I've ever heard uh, any, I, I've heard one sermon on this, and that's because I preached it. So, um, but this story that we're going to look at today is one that I think is interesting for one, just because I'm a hillbilly and uh, anything that has to do with agriculture uh, just kind of interests me. So uh, as we look at this story, I, I entitled it uh, Missionary Cows. And we find this story of these two cows that uh, glorified God, brought him uh, where people were acknowledging that God, the God of Israel, was the one true God or the real God, the God that had the power. Uh, we find this story in 1 Samuel chapter 5 and chapter 6. If you'll remember from yesterday, Eli uh, had not done what he should. Um, his family was harmed. Uh, his sons were killed, and the Ark of the Covenant was taken to the Philistines. And so this is the story of the Ark of the Covenant in the hands of the Philistines. And so why did God use these two cows? Well, because um, God uses, he can use anything uh, to bring glory to himself. And, and in this story, we find that because the Philistines have won the battle, they go in and they take the spoils uh, of everything. And the Ark of the Covenant happened to be there. And so they took it back to their cities. Now, there were five main cities, and I'll pronounce them a little bit wrong, but uh, we we know that those cities were uh, right in that little cluster. Um, we've all been watching the news lately, probably, of what's going on in Gaza. Uh, Gaza is the southernmost city. Uh, Gaza City was the southernmost city of the Philistine cities. Uh, it would go up to uh, Ashdod, and then you had uh, two other cities, um, Ekron and Gath, that were a little bit more in uh, inside the uh, interior of the land, you might say. So two were on, or three were on the coast, and two were about ten miles in uh, into the interior of the land. So um, the the Ark of the Covenant was taken from the battle. And they put it in the temple of Dagon, and that was in, um, I thought I had it written down here, but I think it was in Ashdod. Uh, that's where it was at, was in Ashdod. And this temple of Dagon in Ashdod, um, the first day they go in, they put the temple or the ark in this temple and, and set it off to the side and left it overnight. They come back the next morning and Dagon is face down on the floor and you know who did it what happened um they don't know so they set him back up and put him back in his place and the next day they come back in and he's on the floor again but this time his head is cut off and his hands are cut off uh just signifying that god is in control here and this is just a piece of wood or stone or whatever they had made Dagon out of and so um, the people knew that something was going on, but the people of uh, Ashdod started to 
realized that they were being plagued and men were dying and uh, it appears in the plague they had boils and that they could not reproduce and they were getting very nervous about this so they sent the ark to gath well the same thing happened in gath the plague happened to gath just like it happened in uh ashdod you'll remember gath is where goliath is from and so uh the people of gath send it on they say we don't want it here anymore so they send it on to ekron um and as it's coming to the people of Ekron, they just cry out, you, you're trying to kill us with this. We won't have it here. So the lords of the Philistines, the, the rulers of these five cities, uh, they come together and they ask their uh, priests, what do we do about this? And the priests say, we need to send it back, but we don't want to send it back without an offering. So they make um, what the Bible calls five golden mice and um they send it with that a new cart and these two milk cows uh the bible calls them kind milk cows that they pinned up their calves back at home and, and put them in the pen and put the uh yoked up these cows to the cart this brand new cart put the offering in it and put the ark on the cart and it says that they went on straightway lowing. Um, and, and I think the, uh, I don't think I read the verse, but First Samuel chapter 6, verse 12, it says this. And the kind took the straight way to the way of Beth Shemesh and went along the highway lowing as they went and turned not aside to the right hand or to the left. And the lords of the Philistines went after them unto the border of Beth Shemesh. Um, it's interesting to note that Beth Shemesh was uh, like a midway point in between uh, Jerusalem and um, Ashdod, and that this was a city that was probably in Dan, but it was given to the Levites, if I understood the commentary right. And so going to that city, uh, the Levites would have been able to take care of the uh, ark of the covenant but because the the cattle did what they were supposed to it let the uh, philistines know this is the hand of god here he is the one that is doing this and there is a god in israel and you better pay attention to him they didn't turn from their idol worship they continued on in their idol worship but god was giving them a clear sign that you're serving the wrong god here you need to serve the god of israel uh, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, uh, the great I am. Um, so as we think about this and we look at this story, uh, what can we learn from it? Well, um, one of the things that I see that we can learn from this is uh, we can see that God is able to take care of his own glory. Uh, he doesn't need me to come in and fight for his glory. Uh, what he needs us to do uh, is glorify him to the best of our ability. Um, he needs us to uh, tell the truth and, and speak up for the truth no matter what, but he can defend his own glory. Uh, that's his job. It's not my job. Uh, the, the Bible tells us that um, vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. It's not our job to go and get vengeance all the time. Uh, and I see that 
in, in our world, in our day and age, that is one of the biggest problems that we have is that we're always trying to get revenge, always trying to get one up. You hurt me so I can hurt you, whether it's in a family uh, with kids or with a couple uh, where they hurt each other or with countries, with tribes of people. There's always this idea that um, because of what you did, uh, it offended me, it offended my God. I need to defend God. Uh, God doesn't need any defense from us per se. He can do just fine on his own. And he proved that with this. With this. So that's one thing that I take away from this. God can defend himself. The next thing that I see is God can use anything to bring glory um, to his name. He can use anything that he's created to bring glory to his name. If he can use these two cows and, and think about what these two cows, what happened to them. They left their family, if you will. They left their uh, calves back at home uh, and they went on their way. They lifted up their voices on their way. They went in a straight path. They didn't turn to the left or to the right. They went straight on. And when they got to where they were going, uh, the, the men of Beth Shemesh took them and offered them up as a burnt offering to the Lord. Now, they were totally consumed for God's glory, and they might not have liked it, but that's what happened to them. And what greater glory can we receive? We were all created for the glory of God. In fact, Romans chapter uh, 3, verse 23, it says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That is the greatest sin that we do, and, and we don't even pay attention to that. We think that theft or murder or lying is the greatest sin. No, it's that we don't honor God. And if we would start honoring God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength, if we would love him with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength, we wouldn't have to worry about the rest of the laws. So the, the purpose of everything is to bring glory and honor to God. And if that's the perfect purpose of everything that's created, then that's my purpose in life as well. If God can use these two cows uh, for his purpose, for his honor, for his glory, then don't you think he can use a dyslexic bilingual hillbilly? If he can use me for his honor and glory, I'm sure he can use you. No matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, I know he can use you. You just have to be obedient and surrender to him. Uh, it's not a matter of us doing so much for him. It's a matter of us surrendering to what he wants to do in us. We need to just stop fighting against him. So um, I, I find this as one of those just interesting stories. And I hope it's a help to you. I hope it um, causes a smile to come to your face when you think about these two cows. And, and when you hear cows lowing or bellowing uh, in the distance or around the corner or wherever, uh, I hope you'll think about this the next time. So uh, along with that, I uh, just want to encourage you, uh, be faithful to your congregation uh, this weekend. Uh, join in, praise God to the best of your ability, and encourage someone else to do it. Um, just do what you can to lift up his name, uh, because that's the most important thing. It's not that my podcasts get a lot of 
listens to it or that uh, our names are, are known around the world, the, the most important thing is that God receive the honor and glory. So I hope you'll be working towards that this weekend um, as we look towards uh, Sunday and just join in with God's people there. So I uh, hope you have a blessed uh, weekend and until the next time, auf Wiederhören.